Productions podcast, Writer's Block Party. We are hoping to share the work of emerging artists and breaking down the all-too-often mysticized process of creating and developing art. I am Lauren Montez. And I'm Denise Bullett. Today we have the wonderful Amelia Annan. Um, she is a writer, director, actor, filmmaker, and comedian. She began acting in high school, and her favorite roles include Marina in Uncle Vanya and Adult Woman in Spring Awakening, both at the Lee Strasberg Theater and Film Institute. As well, she wrote and performed her one-woman show, This Feeling, at the Frigid Fringe Festival in January of 2020. She's president of NYU's only variety comedy team, Friends with Dads, She's also a member of Women Stand Up, a stand-up collective created to educate women doing stand-up for the first time. Her poem, You Remind Me of a Greta Gerwig Character, will appear in the Poeming Pigeon pop culture issue this winter. She works to address themes of gender, sexuality, love, and violence in her writing. Hello, Amelia. So nice to have you. Hi, Hi. Hey, guys. So today, you brought in a poem called... The village yes, circus. I brought it. The village circus. I I did bring it in. Cool. Um, should I read it for you? Guys? I was gonna say, you want to read it? Why don't for you us? read it for us? Yeah, yeah. You want to make those it. words come alive for us? <laughs> Gosh, sure. The village circus. I was 19 years old when I joined the circus. We pitched up the tent and handed out flyers. It was the greatest show in town. Kayla was the ringmaster. Ali was the lion tamer, and I was the tightrope walker. The three ladies from the village. All we needed was a lion. Our first show was on a Friday night. Kayla wore a black mesh top, Allie was in a pink halter top, and I was wearing a blue dress. I performed the greatest balancing act of my life, of reality and euphoria. That snake on Kayla's arm came to be at a tattoo parlor on the corner of Blaker Street. I sat there holding her hand and holding Allie's in the other. I wasn't sure who needed me more. When we got drunk on the floor of my dorm room, I balanced a bottle of wine on my chin and she sang me Mr. Sandman. We were a vaudeville act, friendly, charming, daring, magical. When Dominic showed up, we found our lion. He had my green eyes, had Kayla's sense of humor, and Allie's heart. After smoking, he had one hand out the window and the other hand on his thigh. Allie said, I'm going to marry him. I've never laughed so hard in my life. Fools' hearts are faster than racehorses. Allie and I had only known each other for a year or two, but we grew up together, right here. We're growing up, drinking alcohol with fake IDs and flirting with bartenders 15 years our senior. Kayla was braver than me, but I was braver than Allie. It was on the corner of Bleecker Street, holding their hands, that the circus began. What I would give to have those moments back, to be under the circus tent once again. We sang our Irish drinking song, skipping down 6th Avenue, without a care in the world. The circus left town the next day, to the next town, to the next life. In the night, though, I find myself humming a song unknowingly. Accidentally, I still sing those songs to myself. Ta-da! Yay, I love that. I love that. Thanks. (laughs) So, Amelia, um... You got this image of a circus. Why Why a circus for you? Mm. What, what, what happened with circus? I, I love the circus in general. I've literally never been... Okay, so I've literally never <laughs> been to a circus because my mom, quote, doesn't believe in circuses. She Does she is, not believe they're, in, But they're real. Like, no, they she knows exist. they're real. <laughs> yes. Um, she, they're like, there's a lot of an, animal cruelty, and so she would never allow me to go to the circus even though I really wanted to go. So I've actually never been to a circus. Sure. Um, 
and but I do love the idea of a circus and I would love to like be in the circus um but yeah so I was like working with this idea of like sort of I feel like you know there's so many metaphors for friendship but I felt like a not over over dramatic one is like it's a circus because I do feel like the circus is like very fun and like you know ephemeral and everyone has like a role to play which I feel like is a lot like college friendship so is circus a metaphor for a friend group yeah it's a metaphor it's a metaphor (laughs) it's not a big deal but it's a metaphor romantic (laughs) (laughs) um you choose very specific um references and names in this poem particularly it's a longer poem and you've got like very specific places and names Mm, in your work do you often try to use specifics to you or is it more made up specifics i you guys sort of know this because you've seen other stuff i write i literally like hate naming characters like normal names because i always feel like they're super cliche um but i decided to give them names in this because i just felt like it gave it like more of a familiar um tone like because you know uh, but, um, I mean, it's, it's based off of my friends in certain ways. There's certain things that are from real life, but in most of it, it's not really, like, it's not based off of, like, a real, the tattoo thing is real, but that was the, that's the only thing. That's the only one. Um, that's the only one. Um, but, so they're not, like, the names of the people they represent or anything. I just, you know, you sort of come up with names that you think fit or set. At least in poems, at least, like, a lot of it has to do with rhythm. So I was trying to find names that, like, f- fit into sort of the rhythm I was going for. How do you and think what was of the rhythm? rhythm? Yeah, how do you think of the rhythm you're going for? Um, well, like, I personally, like, love rhyming my poems. Like, I know that's sort of, like, a people don't do that. Like, I feel like a lot of times, like, poems, like, purposely don't rhyme, you know? Mm. to be like to be like this is a serious poem and it's not gonna rhyme but I think there's like something so pleasing about like rhyming or like I'll say out loud a lot of the lines I write um like even like it was so funny when I was reading this like the line that says Kayla wore a black mesh top Allie was in a pink halter top I was like ooh, I want to change one of the words I don't I want to change one of the tops because like you don't want to repeat the same word too much when it's not on purpose you know when, so I was, like, think, thinking that when I just read it out loud. When you are hearing something out loud, or I guess, like, what's your editing and revising process? Because you were just talking about how hearing it out loud made you want to change it. Like, what is that process for you, especially with poetry, which can be sort of so specific um, to create in the first place? Yeah, I feel like I'm... I feel like some poems, I'm, like... I liked that. Like, I wrote that in a moment, and I was like, I dig it. So, but, but I'm also, like, I think revising. Like, I think Neil Gaiman says this thing where he's, like, good writing is actually good rewriting or something mm. like that. Where, like, what makes good... It makes you look like you know what you're doing the whole time. Sure. I don't know. Someone said that. Some author or person. Um, it might Probably. have been Neil Gaiman. I have no idea. Um, but I think, yeah, I definitely revise. I definitely, like, try... I normally, like, word vomit onto a page in my first draft. Um, I normally think about it for, like, five to ten days, and then I finally write it. Sure. And then I word vomit onto a page, and then I normally, like, leave it for a little bit to just let it, like, sit, you know, rest, um, 
and then I normally go back to it and maybe like I really go like line by line I'm like mm, do I like that word mm, does that rhythm make sense like or like mm, maybe I can add in a little something something there or maybe I, I I'm really into like rearranging my poems to just be in completely different orders because I feel like that's kind of fun what do you mean um oh like just like literally moving around the stanzas <laughs> did you do that with and, this like, one? I do this one not really this one was actually interesting because I first wrote it as the beginning of a short story called the village circus but only got like a page in and was like this is going nowhere Mm. um i have no like i have no plot (laughs) for this um but then i was literally just looking at it like a week ago and i was like hold on this is like a little bit poemy so then i literally just copy and pasted it and pressed enter after every sentence or every line ish like, where the thought changed. And then it became a poem, and I was like, that's actually pretty good. Um, and I, like, changed things around, moved things around a little, made it less prosy. Mm. Sure. Um, so tell us about the process of making this compared to how you write other poems, because I know that you are a poet lover. Um, yes. Um, yeah, this one was a little different than, I, yeah, as I just said, like, it sort of started as, like, sort of this short story, just sort of, like, eh, putting my ideas down on a dock so I don't forget them. Sure. Um, but normally, I mean, I went through a phase, like, a month ago where I was trying to write, like, a poem in my notes every night, um, which was fun, and um, they're always pretty short. You know, I try to keep, I don't know, my favorite poems that I write are, like, modern deal with modern issues don't try to use too huge words but like have a certain rhythm and a certain like uh like you know sort of like a life to them that isn't like writing about not current things but like writing in like a modern casual tone is like my my preferred even though when i read poems i really like the old like old poems like i like like keats and emerson and stuff mm. But, like, writing, I'm, like, I'd rather die than, like, write a metaphor about winter, like... <laughs> and yet you wrote um, a metaphor about friendships. Metaphor, yeah, well... It's well, not about winter. It's, <laughs> it's not about winter, God so forbid shut up. it's about winter. Frozen can kill itself. Anyway, um... <laughs> I, I would write a metaphor The metaphorical, um... <laughs> the metaphor is strong in a poem. When you're writing, a, like, this poem is about a page and a half. It, when you're writing a poem yeah. like this, is is it hard? Because this is more of just a... Maybe it's more revealing of me than anything else. But <laughs> when you're writing sort of a longer poem, does there get... How do you know when it's done? Like, is there a time when you're like, cool, oh. like, I need it needs to be longer? Or you're like, nah, I'm just going to wrap it up. I mean, I write really short always. Like, I very... I mean, I think the longest thing I've written is, like, 70 pages, and that was, like, a task for me. Like, I literally was like, how can I make this any longer? Um, I normally... I feel like I definitely follow intuition when writing a lot. Like, I just sort of know when it's supposed to be over. Sure. Um, I just sort of sense it. Like, I... Not to be like super mystical about it, but I think you we know, are like when we are process. demystifying it. So I would say, like when normally, so when I go to write a poem, I guess in my mind I decide what I'm writing the poem about. Um, poem, the poem about. Um, I'm what I'm writing it about, um, or I sort of just start writing and see where it takes me. That's if I have no ideas. Um, 
But if I'm like, ooh, that's a really fun image that I just thought of, let me write it as a poem. I'll normally just start writing. Um, and then normally, like, when the image is sort of over, like, I think it has a sort, a certain um, length to it, like, in my brain. Mm-hmm. Um, so do you think, like, visually you see things more, in, like, in an image-wise for inspiration, or is it, like, almost like a full story playing out? We, that's funny, we actually talked about this. I actually think my brain works exclusively in images, um, because, because I'm, like, like, I just, I just remember, like, things visually, not like I have a photographic memory whatsoever, I literally forget everything, um, but I just remember the way things, like, look really easily, and, like, I'll think of, like, if I see, that's why, like, I literally cannot, like, look at gruesome things or anything medical, like, it will just stick in my brain forever, um, so that's why I, like, really can't see that stuff. So I think I work mainly in images or, We like, should get you to be on a medical drama. <laughs> I would literally cry. <laughs> so I would literally all just the be like, medical I, drama casting directors that are definitely yeah, listening to this. Yeah, that are listening to this podcast right now. Um, um, yeah, so I think I definitely work in images. Or, like, sometimes... I, my... I would say the only thing I write that's a little, like, sappy and dramatic are poems. Like, I try and stay away from that and, like, plays and other stuff. But I definitely sometimes just use poems to, like, get over things. Are you like, a get sappy over... person, you think? Um, I'm not super sappy, but I'm a little sappy sometimes. I definitely, like, write poems about people that I miss and, like, write poems. Like, to be like, I miss that thing. Let me write a sad poem about it. Sure. So, like, it's just a, it's, like, sort of like a, di- a diary um but but it's not um yeah how do you know when something is a poem more than a story or anything because you mentioned you were like Mm. oh this isn't a story this is a this how do you know that like how do you feel that I think that's actually a good point I actually think one of the reasons that I like poetry more like I've I've I really thought I didn't like poetry because sometimes like some poems you're just like oh my god what does that mean yeah um but I actually think I, I've enjoyed poetry because it's shorter and I don't have to write long ones. Um, also, because I do think it can be, like, really image-based. Like, I mean, there are some really good poems that are just describing, like, images, really. Mm. Like, describing a place or, like, there's that one that I feel like I everyone read in English class, like, that's, like, um, describing, like, an abbey. It's by some romantic poet, but he basically just describes a church, like a like old ruin uh, ruins of a church and he's not like say like he's not um there's no story to it he's just describing it so i think maybe that's why i like poetry a little bit more sure. um and what so when you get that inspiration i guess yeah. every young writer has this one thing that they do have all this inspiration and energy mm-hmm. and they want to do it but they just can't get themselves to write it or maybe it's just me. Um, how no. do you... <laughs> You're like, or it's just us. <laughs> I'm just asking for a friend. How do, you get yourself, how do you get yourself to write it? Like, how? Yeah, how do you get yeah. yourself to Because we're being mystified. I, honestly, I type everything. I don't really write by hand a lot. Because I literally... Like, in the phase where I was, like, writing a poem every night, I'd literally just be, like, sitting on the couch watching TV with my parents. And then be like, okay, time to write a poem. And I just, like write down things in my notes on my phone time out every Um, night i for a while i was doing it every single night um i'm not doing it any i'm not doing it anymore but uh 
but I should do it again. Um, but um, why but yeah, it's definitely hard. What? Why did you decide to do that? Because I was like, I should write more poems because I'm taking a poetry class in the fall, <laughs> and I was like, I have no poems, <laughs> so let's start them. Um, but I think definitely like I mean I talk we talk a lot about it in creative writing classes that I take like writing practice and like setting up a writing practice and blah blah blah, blah. but um, I think just not I would say the best advice that I could give is like not caring if it's good because mm-hmm. like you know what I mean like just yeah. writing something and you're like that's bad but if you write like five somethings maybe it can like go into one something like one good th- thing um definitely just like not caring and i'm not planning to share it anywhere and it's literally just like words on a note in your phone that you can delete later yeah um to just sort of like get in the practice of being like here are my thoughts let me put them down on a page um and also i don't know i used to do this thing where i would like get an idea for a play and then literally sit down and try and write the entire play because i was like so inspired and it was like manic and the plays were never good um, so definitely, like, doing it part by part and, like, not writing chronologically or, like, writing chronologically and then be like, wait, that first scene should actually go at the end. Like, being very, like, don't stress about it, which is, like, super horrible advice because it's like, yeah, just stop being stressed out. Um, hmm. But, yeah, definitely doing it every day. Stephen King writes about that in his book on writing. He's like, you should do it every day for five hours. And I was like, Stephen, I have class all day. Do you think I have five hours to myself? But I think if you could do it for 15 minutes, it's also good. And then for this piece specifically, um, where did the inspiration come from? Oh, sure. Yes. Where did it come from? I'm trying to think. I wrote it. I wrote, like, the original words on a page, like, a while ago. Um, I've, well, as I said, I've always loved the idea of the circus. Um, obviously. Obviously. And you were like, today's the day I write about the circus. Today's the day I write something about the circus. Um, it's hard to say where the idea came from. Just, like, um, I think, well, okay, I guess mainly what I can remember it coming from, I think I literally just thought about the fact that I live in the village and there's, like, the phrase that, like, the village circus is, like, a thing. So I was like, oh, the village circus. And then I was like, oh, that's, that's not a bad idea. Um, and I was also missing my friends a lot. This was, like, right at the beginning of quarantine where I was like, am I ever going to see them again? Um, so it, again, came out of my, like, <laughs> like little, like, depression episode of just being sad. And be like, let me write a poem about it. Sure, sure. Yeah, it makes so much sense. Because, like, your big question when you're sharing something that you write is like how did this make you feel and I was thinking about that the entire time if you don't mind me speaking oh yeah sure go ahead (laughs) um it just felt like for a second I was reading about like the circus in 1920s and then all of a sudden it was 2020 when y'all were still alive somehow for some reason (laughs) and um that like it was reminiscing all that from the 1920s circus and all your Mm -hmm. friends from like your life now with like I guess computers and whatever um so it did have that element of nostalgia for me I do think a lot of things I write have nostalgia in them which is so funny because I never I I never thought about that but now you just say it I'm like oh things do I like love to write like I don't know I love time periods like the idea of time periods (laughs) (laughs) they just think they're so goofy (laughs) like that makes sense because they think that we are the generation of nostalgia do they really? I mean, that makes sense. People are really into, like, oh, I wish I was born in the 70s. And, I mean, like, I'm super like that. I'm, like, like my style, I would say, is, like, very 70s, 80s, like, so. 
I mean, yeah, not even that, but I think we were born in an era where um, things were still, like, very much personal for everybody. Every, Mm -hmm. like, every item that we owned had a significance, and now it just feels like we all, like, have iPhones and... uh, Yeah, and we just sort of... Not to, like... even, like... No, no, sorry, Mm -hmm. not to cut that conversation off. I was... Gosh, it's I was just gonna ask, what do you think, um... I mean, this is a this is a podcast, a cast. Do people do people shorten them like that? A pod? I think we can make it a thing. The cast. I don't know. That the might PC? be confusing. No, that's the just as no, much time as the podcast. That's taken. The the. Whatever. The we'll pod. Think of it. The pod. The pod. The pod. Um. When we were in the. Do you make a love 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 is blind reference? Anyway, yeah, no, you can ask. You can ask. Questions. Please keep that level of weird awkwardness in that, please. Um, yeah. For for the this is a pod about process. Um, yeah. So where do you think? Things. What sort of stage of the process do you think this one is in now? Gosh, um, I think it maybe could go through like two or three more revisions. It's probably the length it's going to be. Just choosing words. And making sure the words are, like, the right words, um, of what I'm, um, what I'm trying to communicate. Um, I think it's definitely, it's one of the longer, it's probably the longest poem I've ever written. It's also one that I like quite a bit. I think that the, the images are, like, very fun for me. So I feel like I could, originally, when I was thinking of it as a short story that sort of failed, I was thinking about, like, writing each section for each person. Like, writing, like, the lion tamer, the, like, that sort of thing, like, separating them, mm-hmm. and then writing, like, each person's, ex- like, sort of experiences in life, so that I, I was, I, I, that just makes me think of maybe, like, writing little poems for each of the characters. Sure. Like, of the four, there's four people, yeah, the three girls mm-hmm. and the guy. Um, so, sort of, yeah. yeah, like, having, like, accompanying poems, I always think that's fun. Like, episodes. <laughs> Like, episodes. It's a series now. Yeah. Um. Because it has this, like, rhythm, like, this musical element. I don't want, like, I'm not suggesting that this becomes a song. I don't want it to become a song. But because it has this visual element and this rhythm, I just want it to become, like, a... Not a... I just want it to have a video of, like, I don't know. Like, people eating ice cream and then, like... It does have a short film element to it. I actually think everything I write has a short film element. That's why I've decided to go into film. Um, Because every every, every story I... Every short story I would write in creative writing, I would always go... Like, this is very cinematic. And I was like, well, if if there's a sign out there, I think that's it. I wonder um, why. The visual element, for sure, though, that we were talking about earlier... Yeah, I would. I would love that. I, I, um, I like. Don't know if this is a thing, but sort of just like even like collecting images and stuff and like setting the poem to, to visuals. Some sort of that like I visual find. album or something. Some sort of visual poetry <laughs> video thing. Sure. Um, yeah, I think I think that's really interesting because I I think more and more about how like social media and sort of the internet has created like the need for visuals, I guess. I don't know if that makes sense. Like, yeah. I feel like a lot of sharing 
sharing sites, like, really are, like, about the visuals. Like, if, you know, if, like, you want to share something, a lot of times it has, like, it has to look good. Um, so, and I think, like, and the world of, like, video editing, creating video is, like, so accessible. I can, like, take my phone and, you know, and make a video if I want to. Um, which, like, everyone is really down. Like, we've all, like, collaged some videos together and put a song behind it and been, like, happy birthday, mom, or, you know, like... So, like, I think the world of, like, filmmaking is so, like, accessible and, like, stuff that, like, I think that's super fun. Yeah. To explore yeah. those ideas. I see that. Um, I see that happening. <laughs> Do you experience writer's block? Oh, my God, all the time. I was literally staring at my computer for, like, five to ten minutes just typing nothing. Just moving around words on the screen being like, what if that was over there? Um, all the time. I get very frustrated because like I feel like the way I write is like I'll just be like like cleaning the dishes and I'll just think of the solution to my problem like with in the script so I just sort of have to like wait around until I have like that aha moment and other than that I'm just like uh. (laughs) um but I definitely get writer's block I think honestly like putting it away and not like worrying about it too much is like mostly what I do um I just am like maybe I don't write it right now um but if I really am like pressed for time I'll normally like I'll just like try and like write things on a page and be like it's not like the line shouldn't be this and like you know like playing opposites with myself where I'll be like well it's definitely not about this thing but it's about this thing like um (laughs) or like looking on the internet for like inspiration like play is about sisters like if i'm trying to write a play about sisters i'll be like what are some other plays about sisters and then just steal something um i'm a firm believer in stealing from other people not really but like i wrote this short story in class once and i literally stole the ending of a james joyce and then i was telling my teacher i was like am i allowed to do that he was like oh yeah i actually heard that james joyce stole it from someone else i was like yeet like (laughs) great i love this cycle um well that's okay because you know Good artists copy, great artists yeah. steal. Pablo Picasso, baby. <laughs> he was not a good person. Just, I was I was learning more about Pablo Picasso. That man is no bueno. I know. Um, or I've that heard. That guy. Oh, you're like, oh, I've heard. I've heard. Um, <laughs> I was also going to ask you. So with the writer's block, and you have talked mm-hmm. about how you're like a visual person, um, what are some other arts or artists that inspire you or like where do you find inspiration it can be like nature or whatever too oh yeah definitely um it's hard because I feel like what like what I want to write changes all the time and I feel like it's been changing a lot lately I was the other day like looking at surrealist art on the internet because I was like I feel like I know nothing about visual art or like really look at it a lot like I go to museums but that's like about it so I was like looking at some surrealist art which is really fun I suggest you do it it's like super cool um and like really fun visually um I also I mean Phoebe Waller-Bridge has just been like my she's just so good at everything and I don't even know if we really like write the same sort of thing because she writes like very like real life very witty very fast-paced like all about sex which is like not at all what I write um but I just think that she has such a good sense of rhythm and rhythm is something I'm trying to get better at so she's like a big someone I like like to watch for 
how she writes her stuff. And also, she is like me in the way that I, like, she also has no official training in, like, art or filmmaking. Um, And she just, like, sort of wrote, which I think is super fun, like, that, but, like, we all have it in ourselves to, like, write stuff. Should I think of who else? I mean, like, I feel like I've just read a lot, like, I mean, a lot of the stuff I have to read is, like, for a theater studies class or English class or, like, a creative writing class, so... Um, sort of just, like, what, what, what is given to me, but sometimes that's fun, because, you know, you sort of gravitate towards the same people that you like, but sometimes it's fun to, like, read something you wouldn't normally have read, um, if you weren't, like, assigned it for a grade, um, (laughs) and just been like, oh, I didn't like that because of this reason, or I did like that because of this reason. I think it's really good to know why, like, you don't like things. Mm -hmm. Because you'll be like, I'm not gonna do that, like. (laughs) For sure. Um. What are you not going to do? Oh, God. I mean, I think my biggest thing is things are, like, not like things are too long, but I think people use too many words. Like, I, I you have to trust the, the audience, the reader, or whatever. Like, I think I never want to be like, let me explain this super in a lot of words so you dumb people can understand. Like, there's this, actually, there's this movie, it's called Open Your Eyes in Spanish, and it has Penelope Cruz and other uh, Spanish actors, yes, and there's a English version with Tom Cruise in it, and it's called Vanilla Skies, and it's really funny because the whole thing's about, like, not being able to distinguish, like, dreams from real life, um, and they, so first I watched, like, the Spanish version, and it's super good, very, like, creepy, experimental, that sort of thing. You totally get it, but there is, like, a sort of mystery to it, but, like, they're supposed to be. But then I watched the English version, and they so over-explain the entire thing, and it's, like, literally so annoying. And, like, the final scene goes on for, like, eight more minutes than the, the original scene does, because they, like, explain, and they're like, I still love you no matter... And I was like, this is awful. Like... Mm-hmm. You don't need to over-explain things or be, like, super dramatic about it. Like, <laughs> we get it. <laughs> so, mm. like, that's... So that's, like, definitely not what I'm gonna do. Um, so I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I think... And I think there is... I think so much stuff is universal that and we don't even realize that there almost... I feel no need to over-explain because I'm like, if you get it, you get it. Like... And not, like, oh, if you don't get it. But, like, I think a lot of the things I write are, like, very fundamental to, like, emotions and love and missing people and growing up. So, like, I I don't feel like I need to over-explain those concepts Mm. because it's something everyone goes through. So you just have to read your poem out loud. Do you like reading your own work and, like, looking at it yourself and sharing it? Mm. Or are you a person that really wants to make it just for themselves and then sort of, like, if it gets shared, don't do it near me? You know what I mean? Yeah, that's a that's a hard one because I do, I definitely get nervous about sharing the things I've written because it's definitely something I'm like a little bit. Well, I get nervous about everything, so there's that. Um, but it's definitely <laughs> something I'm newer at, so I'm like, oh, this could be really bad, <laughs> and I don't know it yet. But I do try, and I think that's like a big thing I've been doing um, is like trying to write more for myself and not like you know you're not for yourself but write something that you like like write the play that you want to see you know like write the poem you want to read don't write it like don't write the poem you think other people will like um if they like it good um of course art is all about other people consuming it and enjoying it blah 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 but like um 
I definitely get nervous sharing things. I mean, but, you know, it's just, like, being vulnerable. Um, but, um, I think that I do enjoy reading out loud. I definitely like hearing other people read my stuff out loud. It, it's very much easier. Like, if I have a choice, I'd actually, um, like, in its final form, I'd like to hear other people read it out loud just because it's, like, a way to hear back um, your own words in, like, someone else's voice. Um... And making sure everything's down on the page, you know, because sometimes if you, like, write something for yourself or you just write something, you're like, oh, like, I knew that in my brain, but I didn't write it down on the page. Um, so, okay. like, to be able to hear it back. Sure. Um, that's a little more with, like, scenes and plays, you know, where it's, like, you want that moment to have a certain, like, essence. And you're like, oh, I did not at all indicate that in the words. <laughs> Let me fix that. Um, so... I definitely do get nervous, but I enjoy sharing art with other people, so um, it's not too bad. Is the person in this poem you? Like, is it Kayla, Ellie, and Amelia, or? Do I say me? I don't know. Oh, well, yeah. It can be, like, you, but it doesn't have yeah. to be you, you. I mean, just I because mean, you said me doesn't mean this one. It's like, I mean, I feel it is me in a sense, but it's also, like... I mean, I think the the use of I in poems is really interesting because it's, you know, you're not, it's not like you send a voice memo to everyone who reads it. They're reading it to themselves, so, like, they, the reader is I in some ways. I, um, Amelia Annan. <laughs> I, Amelia Grace Annan. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so I think, I mean, in a lot of, I mean, like, yeah, like, I am I in a lot of ways, but also, like, you try to make things, like, not super, like, this is my life story. Sure. Um but definitely written from my perspective. I see. What is your, what are you working on currently outside of, are you going to still be working on this poem? What else? Yeah, um, I'm working on a play. Um, sort of in the drafting process. Um, I'm also working on writing a short film, which will be interesting. Um, that's what I'm having huge writer's block on currently, so, <laughs> um, but I'm definitely trying to get into writing more, and especially since, uh, I've been stuck inside for a while, writing's definitely, like, a way to express creative juices, because sure. I can't act, and I can't dance, and I can't do anything, and I am also horrible at fine art, so I can't do that either. <laughs> um, <laughs> literally suck at drawing, it's actually atrocious. Um, but definitely been writing more um yeah I'm trying to I'm trying to uh, going to my senior year of college so I'm trying to like figure out what I want to do and like actually do the thing mm. you know sure. so and like have stuff and I'm so I feel like I'm pivoting a little to maybe like a little more film writing so I'm trying to like sort of bulk up that that um portfolio if you will yeah. um two things yeah, I love, things that I would I love like. it if you were to write a movie. I had a little dance party over here. <laughs> yeah, you can't see, but Dennis had a dance party. You can't see me, but I had a dance party. But also, writers walk for movies. I mean, writing a screenplay is, I think, the worst. Because you see it so vividly. Like, you see it as yeah. a movie. You well, see right it on now, TV, I, like, don't what I, I don't know what I want to happen next, which is, like, difficult. And I also need to have it done by Monday. So, um, it's, which is, like, just for the record, like, um... It's it's Thursday right now, so it's a couple days away. 
<laughs> I have time. <laughs> For those of you listening in the future. You know, I think um, time <laughs> is a matter of perspective. Exactly. Uh, you know and what I, I hate? Those tweets that are like, you have the same hours in the day as Lynn manuel Miranda. I'm like, honey, no, I don't. Not at all. I have to go to class for six hours, and then I have to do my homework for those classes. His job is to write musicals. I, he has way more hours in the day than I do. Like, yeah. that is a lie. <laughs> <laughs> and I know this is going back and forth between um, this poem and... Yeah, jump back but, into the poem. Why not? Um, what's this part about Dominic? Dominic. Oh, that that's so funny because I was reflecting and I was like, it's so funny because I've had like two very solid friend groups in my life, one from high school, one from college. And each one has been like six girls and one guy, mm. um, which is such a fun ratio of people. Um so, um, I just think, like, um, I don't know, I just kind of want to include that as, like, an ode to the one male friend I have. Um, and I think, like, I just think it's interesting, like, the dynamic change of bringing, like, a guy into a, a friend group. Because in a way, they become, like, um, like, uh, like a special person because, like, they're the only guy. Um, but, uh... So, yeah, that's, like, that part. Yeah, and I don't and know. Just, I thought it was kind of funny, the idea of the guy being the lion. <laughs> I don't know. It's funny. It's all um, humor. It's all a joke. <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah, I mean, no, we do see your, like, comedian aspect coming out as well. And just to remind everyone, the line is, when Dominic, or the verse, because it's a short verse. When Dominic showed up, we found our lion. He had my green eyes, Kayla's sense of humor, and Allie's heart. Which is sweet. Thank you. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's the other, the other thing, like, uh, male friends always make me laugh, cause, like, I'm, you can't see me in real life, but I'm a very tall person, so I always feel like, um, like, I'm normally as tall as them, so it always makes me laugh, like, cause I don't feel, I don't know, this idea that, like, men are very tall and, like, women are short has always baffled me, cause it's, like, not true, and people are always like, oh my god, you're so tall, I'm like, yeah, but I'm only tall for a girl, like, I'm actually not that tall, I'm only 5'9", like, for a guy, I'd be short, like, I just think, like, the gender is not you know sex is not they, they, those things don't exist really i don't know the right gender isn't real there you got there also i love that part because you also i like that you're all you got is your green eyes it's like mm, a little more than that i would hope but wait what, what do you mean <laughs> like um he he had my green eyes the sense of humor and ali's heart I like it because humor is so big and heart is such oh, a yeah. big concept. And eye color, like similar. You like in the eyes? I don't know. Maybe I can think of something else. No, originally I love it. Originally, line again, was my again. height. My originally it was my height because it was like a reference to me being tall. But then I switched it to green eyes because I thought that was like more poetic or whatever. Um, yeah. Might switch it back. I don't know. In your friend groups with your with like your one guy friend, um, is it often that like someone falls in love with them? Oh, yes. It's never me, but it, oh, someone always does. And then they come to me, they're like, oh my god, you're not gonna believe it, but like, I'm in love with them, and I'm like, you have to not do that, though. You're like, I believe it, it's fine. <laughs> you're like, <laughs> yeah, but okay, before. what if you weren't? Because <laughs> um, that's a lot of stress for me. Um, but yeah, normally it has never worked out once, so... <laughs> 
Does the friend group survive with the breakup or? Well, I no, they like never even start dating. I think it's just like I I just I actually have a lot of friends that are girls that are like the very like boy crazy type, which is not me. Um, but uh, but I feel like I just I don't know for some reason I like those are a lot of the friends that are girls that I have. So it just sort of happens. It's just like a natural occurrence, and I get over it like a week later. Um, Thank you so much, Amelia, for. Um, joining us today of course um and thank you everyone for listening uh follow us on instagram at invisible disco production and see you later bye guys writer's block party was created by invisible disco production it's produced by amelia annan famous blocks lauren montez and thea Thompson, and is edited by noah friend if you enjoyed this, check us out at IDP Presents WBP on Twitter and at Invisible Disco Productions on Instagram and Patreon. Thanks and have a great week!